Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles. All right, we're going to introduce our guest for today. Randy Christensen is the co-founder of Necessaire. She's a former Estee Lauder company's executive, having worked at brands like Glamour and Tom Ford. Maybe you've heard of them. No big deal. No big deal. Necessaire is one of our favorite beauty brands. Sarah and I have talked about them many a time on the podcast because we love their thoughtful launches and their high-grade body products. We spoke with Brandy about creating a body-focused brand, creating a sex gel with a woman in mind, hallelujah, and how to make sustainability a priority while honoring the design values of her Scandinavian heritage. Enjoy the interview, guys, and we will see you next week. Hi, Randy. Hi, Sarah. (laughs) Hi, team. Hi, Randy. We are so, so excited, so thrilled to have you on. We have been... I want to say lifelong Necessaire fans, even though Necessaire hasn't been around for our entire lives, but it feels like it. Um, Kirby can vouch for this. If you go into my shower, I have both the exfoliators, the eucalyptus and sandalwood and the body wash next to each other. So it's like it takes up a whole shelf. Wow. It should be like a a photo on Necessaire's grid. It's like the perfect (laughs) brand photo. Oh my gosh, Sarah, that means so much to us. I, I, I may take you up on that. I may actually uh, ping you and be like, give me that photo. Let's do it. Yes. Okay, I will. But before we dive into Necessaire, I want to rewind a little bit um, because Necessaire wasn't your first beauty venture. You know, you've been in the industry for a really long time. You have such an impressive resume. Can you share a little bit about your background and maybe like how that led sure, to launching sure, the yes. brand? Um, happy to. So first and foremost, uh, Kirby and Sarah, thank you for having us. I mean, thank you for having Necessaire. We are I'm so I'm so very pleased, and I get to speak about the brand, but it really is it really is the work of 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 many of us. That's on a purpose, right? That's on a mission, a mission to 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 make an impact. So, a little bit about me first. Uh, you can you can detect the accent. I am I am Scandinavian, um, from Denmark, um, and so the Danish piece is important because we're going to come back into necessary and things that are necessary in the environment and the planet and why these things are matters. Um, but I, I came to the U.S., gosh, many moons back and was lucky enough to start my career in beauty at the Estee Lauder companies. Uh, and like many of us that, you know, sort of have a passion in beauty, they're like, well, wait a minute. Randy, you are not wearing lipstick and you are not wearing mascara and you're one of those, you know, symbol beauty girls. But I had this love for skincare. Um, I had this love for hair care. Um, and I was fortunate enough to start my career at Estee Lauder back in the day where they had, I think they still have it, a sort of a rotational presidential program where you can start and you can jump around and and learn from the best and, and get started. And after that, I began my career at Estee Lauder at, at a brand called Creme de la Mer. Oh. Uh, which, uh, a little brand. A little right? brand <laughs> called Creme de la right, Mer. Right, right. So back then, you know, we, it was a smaller brand. And, and I think I was with La Mer in two stints, a total of close to 10 years. Wow. In many, many, many different sort of capacities and, and got to really see um, a small brand grow and and many times a brand launches again and again and again right it may it may launch a new category it may launch in a new market or a new place in the world so um, I feel in many ways my time at my time at La Mer was like one long entrepreneurial journey of something really really beautiful um, the second thing I worked at I, I, I worked a little bit at the Estee Lauder brand when when John Dempsey 
first brought in Tom Ford um, and they partnered up. I was lucky enough to work on some of those first collections. Wow. Um, very, very fun um, and, and, and a real privilege. Um, and then later on, I came out here to California uh, where uh, I was blessed to work in a small group that, um, that would work with the new teams, the new brands that was coming in. And I got to to work on those teams, integrating the brands into Estee Lauder uh, in, a, in a sort of very entrepreneurial capacity as well. So all that to share that while I've been in a, with a big company, one of, and really the best one, I mean, gosh, Estee Lauder is such a special place to, to get to start. I, I had the pleasure of working on all these sort of entrepreneurial ventures within the big ship. And I think if you have that hunger in you, right, and you sort of have that passion in you and you like that, you like uh, the build of things, um, I think there's not a year that goes by where it's not, I wish I could do that one day, right? Mm. Um, while all that was going on, I fell in love with, a, with an American and I <laughs> married him. <laughs> Um, and he's a crazy entrepreneur. And so the honest truth is that I was a working, working mother. Um, and, and I had to be for many years because he was an entrepreneur and we were eating spaghetti and, um, we had to sort of be sure that, that, that one of us, you know, were stable. And the honest truth is he came back one day and he said, Ran, you know, I think you, you've been wanting to do this. Uh, you can jump. Um, and about that time, I had been acquainted with um, with forerunner Kirsten Green, who is uh, a wonderful, wonderful venture capital investor. Um, and Nick and I, uh, Nick had joined me at Estee Lauder, and Nick and I went to meet with her and later with Nick Brown and Imaginary, and we started, and Natalie Massonet, and we started to dream up, you know, this idea of, of, of necessary about, gosh, in two in 2017, um, and ultimately jumped out to to start Necessaire um, in 2017 uh, in the fall, and we would launch the brand a year later, November 15th, 2018. So, a really long career in beauty, a Scandinavian background. It's sort of you know my heartstrings as it pertains to sustainability, and then you know I think business. I one of the things I've learned is that. It's really humbling and a privilege to get the opportunities to start a business. It's, it's, a, it's a very, very hard thing to do, but it's also a privilege. Um, and I will share with you both that it certainly is my journey and the cumulative, cumulative steps of that experience that even prepared me or gave me the guts to, to jump into this. And, uh, and it's been really fun and it's also been hard and it's also been the most rewarding I've ever done. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. So let's go. Well, I, I mean, I love that. And I mean, just just your resume. I mean, I we joke. Yeah, it's like a mic drop. Yeah, so Sarah's pregnant. And like, I joke, her baby is going to be named Prem de la Mer Christensen. Like, we obviously <laughs> love la Mer. I'm a huge Tom Ford stan. Um, makes some of the best fragrances and makeup on the market. So you obviously have so much of this amazing experience working at ELC. But what did you want to take with you from working at Estee Lauder companies? And then what did you want to evolve yeah. by creating your own? You know, one of the things that I've, I've thought a lot about is, um, you, you know, wh where did this hunger come from in me to, to start a business? So let's start there. I think, I think the honest truth is that when you, when you start something, it's because you fundamentally believe that there is something you can make better, that you can improve, that and it can be marginally or it can be significantly. Um, and, and for us, you know, there's this one sentence, uh, and I have the scribble sense of this napkin, where, you know, I think both Nick and I had moved to Los Angeles, and you know, you, you land in Los Angeles, and you're greening your routine, and you're doing all these things. And I think from a what could we make better, I think we just were like, you know, this idea of necessary things, this idea of an edit, this idea of really bringing um, something, the best of the best that we can make to the industry uh, in a time of profound abundance mm. seemed relevant, uh, which, which I think is one thing. And then probably for me personally, 
uh, I just was on a quest. I had worked in this industry where you know sustainability is is key and 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 I felt I felt though that there could be a narrative, a conversation, a product, a company that could lead with with this and that could take that a step further. And in some ways that's easier to do when you're a small indie brand versus a big company, right? To sort of go out and and start that way and and sort of start with a premise on we're not perfect but we we are in this to make a true environmental impact every everywhere we can and we recognize that's a journey and we've done a lot of work on that front so that's what i think i wanted to 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 make better now what do i take with me my goodness everything i mean i have had mentors and teachers and opportunities at the Estee Lauder companies it it is gosh it's such a good company you two it's that beautiful people uh, beautiful journeys, and I stayed there for that long because it's 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 an ever evolving thing. I learned uh, one of the best things I learned there was this very clear understanding of um, number one, asking yourself why do you deserve to exist? Like why should somebody join you, come to you, buy your product? And are you really, really clear about your value proposition? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I learned that there because I think they build great brands, right? Yeah. I learned the power of people. Like you, 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 if, if you have to be humble enough to understand you're not the best at everything. And you two should know I've hired in the very best people around me, right? And, and, and I learned that there as well, that you surround yourself with people that are better than yourself and to get, together you rise. I learned that you need to be clear about where you want to play and you can't be everything for everybody. And then you turn around and figure out, well, how am I going to serve those people with a proposition that is uh, true to course, authentic, um, and again, just improves people's lives, I think, is, is, is what we're fighting for. Marginally, significantly, but it has to be better, right? It has to be better than something something that's already there because otherwise why exist totally so those are some of the things that i learned and 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 that i rely on and that i really treasure kirby it's a great question i treasure that time it's a gift sarah i i think the you know sarah and i can both speak to this but that as beauty editors beauty reporters that's one reason why we love necessaire so much they are such a clear brand mission yeah and 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 it's clear what necessary is about like from the jump yeah and and we are constantly mm-hmm. served with new products every single day our our homes now are basically full-blown like sephora's ulta's credo <laughs> oh my god I know, people could come <laughs> shopping here and and we are very very grateful for it but we do talk a lot on this podcast about how hey, listen, like if editors or if people are going to get on social media, for instance, and say, we have to be better about the the product sends and the overuse of packaging and the waste of packaging and things of that, then we also have to be a little bit more accountable as, as brands and say, okay, are we going to put out a new product every four weeks, every eight weeks in a year? Where does that make sense? Where does that play in actually being a sustainable company and 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 doing well by you know our planet so um yeah you guys have really nailed that and we're definitely going to get into um sustainable practices that necessary practices but um you you hit the nail on the head for us like we that, that's why we care about this brand so much yeah oh that's great and i also think that's needed because you know the two of you right you are you're initiating and igniting conversations. And the honest truth is that the power is in that the power is in all of us. It's in the dialogue. It's in the consumer choosing one product over another. And it's in the brand stepping up and doing a better job, right? Like all three constituencies here has to sort of step into this. And the honest truth is I, I've had the pleasure over the last couple of years to really educating myself on it. And I'm just at the gosh, I'm just at the top of the iceberg because I'm learning as you evolve. I'm realizing, gosh, this is never going to end. This is yeah. going to be a journey for this brand. That, And we're so far from perfect. But knowledge is power and education is the first step. Um, and I can tell you that we, I, I think this idea of less but better, this idea of editing your lives, right? This is where 
I do think thinking about my roots and, and, you know, in Scandinavia, you know, I grew up with, with very few things, but with the very best, right? You might invest in a chair and you invest in it for 20 years, or you might make a choice around certain things and they might be very, very expensive and high, high quality, but you, you live with them for a long time. And so I think this idea of less but better is also um, something that's actually necessary that we all step into. I don't know if you feel that. And I feel this time we're in right now, you know, I feel it as I'm home more and I'm living with my things and I'm choosing new brands and new products. Um, but I feel at this time, at this particular time, um, those things are coming more into focus. You know, I want less, but I want it to be spectacular and I want it to to mean something for me in my life. Um, I think we're headed there as well, and I can't put words on it, but do you feel that? Absolutely. We think we've been talking about that a lot, just in terms of being cooped up in our homes, but we're realizing that we don't need that much stuff to survive on a daily basis. Obviously, we enjoy, you know, having our... Right full vanity of makeup products, but am I really reaching for all of them? No. No, I don't think I've touched like 75% of them. Correct. Why do you think it took so long for the industry to wisen up to creating skincare grade products for the body? Oh man, that's such a good question. And I'll, I'll, I'll be very humble and tell you both that um, when we decided to launch Necessaire, right, the idea of Necessaire, of course, is sort of the idea of all the necessary, all the necessary things that we're going to need. So you can envision that one day that could be face, one day that could be hair, one day that could be all these things. But I think this goes sort of back to 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 being in Los Angeles, seeing these these things. I was finding myself. Um, making really clean choices. And I think it's a given now, right? Clean is the new normal. So that to me is sort of a given, but I was finding myself sort of making these clean choices in my food choices in my, you know, I was drinking juices and green matchas and, you know, choosing clean skincare and all of these things. And then yet this idea that, you know, skin doesn't stop at the neck. And I felt, well, wait a minute. I think both Nick and I felt, well, wait a minute. Is this the time? can we take the leap? Would people join us in this idea of like treating your body like your face? We like to say, say it with us. Let's go there. Skin doesn't stop at the neck. And so I think um, we, we, in all honesty, Sarah, it's a wonderful question. I think we felt it. And this is where that gut instinct is just like, I want it. We want it. We can't find it. It's not there. We can do that. That's one thing. The other thing is I like to I, I joke all the time and I say, well, you know, it's also because they weren't made available because big bottles, right? Small prices, the hard executional things to do. If you think about the, the simple basics of creating a, a beauty product that's big, that you can't charge as much for, that has a lot of ingredients, that means you have to make other choices. There's somewhere else you can't spend money because you are investing in your product. So here comes a premise about necessary as well, which is we want to be on the forefront of sustainability. We want to create necessary things because that's part of being sustainable, right? That's part of it. And thirdly, we want to invest in the product. And that might mean that we can't do all the other marketing things that other brands do, but we're going to believe in our product. Um, and, and, and that allowed us, that choice, that narrative allowed us to say, okay, Let's do a hyaluronic acid serum for the body. Let's put marula oil in our body lotion. Uh, let's do some of these things. And let's see how people react to it. Um, and I think what was interesting is this has a little bit to do with timing as well, is I just think people got it. People were kind of like, you know, sure, I'm spending $400 on, 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 on skincare in a year. I'm spending 50 on my body. Like, whoa wait a minute, buying all these t-shirts, you know, I'm going to live in the skin. I'm going to live in the skin for a real long time. And, and it just doesn't stop at the neck. And then we've not talked about the last piece, piece, which is how things feels. You know, sometimes, and you two will know better than I can ever express this, but 
something I really worked on in the products is, you know, you have these hardcore facial ingredients in your products, but when it really comes down to it, there's just also, how does this gel feels in my hands when the water is running? And does this exfoliator sort of rub my hands? And am I putting my hands down to a big jar that's like all that stuff, these little nuances, which I bucket into this group of design, like caring about how stuff looks um, and feels. I think we took a real long time considering that. And I think we don't speak a lot about it in the brand, but I think this is why people are coming back to us because they like the interaction with the product. I really believe so. And I think I can see it in the reviews and the dialogue we have with our community. It's so beautiful. Every time I put the exfoliator on, I like look at it first because it's so pretty. <laughs> Sarah, would you come? Would you come and be my Happy voiceover for my next ad campaign? Happy to. Okay, Available. Look, like, look, you can write this stuff for me. I'm, this is perfect. She um, also has all the audio equipment, so she could just do it at her house. I'll do ASMR with the exfoliator. Yeah, exactly. I need that, right? Um, but does that make sense, ladies? I mean, are you feeling what I'm saying? And, and you can edit and do your things here with all this. But I just feel, I feel that uh, that's another thing that's needed in 2020, right? If you're bringing something into the world, you better care about what it is. Is it necessary? Is the ingredient necessary? Is the footprint necessary? That's one part of the dialogue. The other part is, is it better? How is it better? How, much, how does it look good enough? Are you saying no, you know, a hundred times before you say yes? Are you, are you editing yourself as a brand? I think we take that real seriously. And I think that's sort of where Necessary sits. Um, that's the space. So Necessary, if you go to Necessary's website, guys, they have a yes list and a no list. And it's, it's really uh, helpful to see, you know, what they include, what they don't include in the ingredients and, and what they do. So I'm curious, Randy, what do you think is the most important ingredient when it comes to body care? And what is the most important to avoid and why? It's a really good question. I think there's a lot to avoid. So let's start there. So it's hard right. for me to say one thing, right? I think, yep. look, I think clean is finally getting defined. And I think, you know, retailers such as Sephora is, is, is really helping with this narrative because for the longest time it was all over the map. Uh, I think when you speak about the body, I'm just going to start with clean. Clean A, clean is the new normal. It's not unique. It's what's expected. But I think we have to recognize that the body actually, when we start talking about eczema or we start talking about irritation of skin or inflammation, I think the idea of clean can actually be more profound on the body because oftentimes that is where we as humans experience it in our armpits and in different places and behind our knees and in places like this. So, you know, there are there is not one ingredient, Kirby, that triggers inflammation in all people in the same way, right? So there's not one ingredient that are particularly important. But you can see that Necessaire has stayed free of synthetic fragrance, right? So here's yeah. one that can really, really impact a lot of human beings. We purposely have a fragrance-free option in everything, scent-free option. It's a very, very, very um, important to us and very abnormal in body to offer that option in everything. So that's one. Um, the other thing I feel is when you start getting into the shower and sulfate systems, I think those two ingredients combine, uh, the bad sulfates, if you will, and, and the synthetic fragrance. I think if you combine those two things and you start to look at what is flaring for most people, what can irritate for most people, those are probably those. That being said, the whole list matters. And totally. how do you feel about that? Do you, that's what I'm, that's what I'm sensing. It's hard to choose one, but I believe, I believe those two things in the categories of shower gel and body lotions are obviously crucial because these are the products we use every day, right? I love that you're asking us our opinion. I I mean, I'm like, you're the expert, Randy. Like, you know this well, better Oh, I we. am, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm having a chat with you about it, right? And I know, I, feel, I love it. 
Yeah. I love it. And and, yeah. and that's right. You're right. And I, I love that you say this. There's not one yeah. ingredient that universally is, is, you know, no. having a reign of terror on everybody's body. It depends on, on your body and it's very mm-hmm. personal, but that's why Sarah and I do say we tend to steer away from products that have a real, you know, that have fragrance in general. Of course, yes. like we do like an aromatic moment if we're washing our face or, or, you know, our hair, whatever that is. But we tend to stay away from those types of products mm-hmm. that are really heavily scented. Yes. So I or think... like true, like very obviously synthetic. Ve- yes, yes, very obviously. I think that's the trick. That's the key thing right there is this idea of synthetic fragrance and the amount. Yep. Um, there are, it's, it's really true that that can really impact a lot of people's skin and particularly on the body, right? So that that is, that's very important. Totally. Now on, on, on the yes list, um, look, I have one of the products, one of the ingredients I have in nearly all of my products is niacinamide. Mm-hmm. Uh, here comes an ingredient that I really love. Um, because I feel and believe that the ingredient does so much, right? On one side, it, it, it helps with pore size. And on the other side, it just has a really, a real positive impact on, on, on your barrier. Um, and I believe when you are talking about as much skin as this, it is about that comfort feel, right? It's about being comfortable with the care you give yourself. Um, and it's about feeling comfortable. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. And a part of that really is, um, really is this idea of your of your of your moisture barrier being intact. Niacinamide is a really powerful ingredient, in my opinion. We have it in everything. We also have marula oil in most everything. Um, and then we sort of complement that, if you see, with the exfoliators has some AHA and BHAs. And if you look at our body serum, you see that we use a hyaluronic acid, right? And we, you see us partnering this sort of threat with an extra layer of ingredients, depending on what the purpose of the product is. So I think niacinamide is one of my, my favorites. And I think it's not enough though. So I just want to have said that. You have to partner that with another with another powerful ingredient. But it's it's a good base. Niacinamide, I feel like in the past two years, like whoever the publicist is for niacinamide <laughs> has truly deserved an award because this was an ingredient that was not spoken of for, yeah. for a long time. And and then just like a dark horse came out of nowhere and has led the pack. So I've, I'm a niacinamide stan. I, I love using that ingredient. That's one that I've, that I've chosen to use a lot. Also chosen to use marula oil a lot. I feel it's an incredibly nourishing ingredient and it feels good on skin. Here comes back to the feelings of skin. I think that being said, like back to the body narrative, I think it's interesting to speak about all the no's that we all know too well right now and we don't even need to, to dwell into. But I think it's interesting to say, yes, there's no's, but back to editing, there is also this idea of, of profound yeses, right? What are you choosing to put into your product? And, and for us, I think that's actually more interesting than the no list uh, because it's a harder challenge, Kirby. It's a, yeah. it's a harder thing to, to do in these big bottles for $25, right? It's much, much harder. It's a much, much harder design exercise to do that than it is to, to take things out, actually. Okay, Sarah has a good question right now. We're going to segue to talking about the sex gel, which I feel like I sound like a walking billboard for Necessaire, but you know. Without saying too much, it's helped. It's why I'm probably pregnant right now. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, Sarah has definitely like waxed poetic about the sex gel before, and, and and like to the point where I was like, I couldn't even speak. I was like, I I, I, I don't even know what this. I know. I don't want to say. I I feel like we're all friends here. Let yes, adults. We are. Uh, it's an amazing product. And I remember when I had a, a, when I met Nick for the first time, we had coffee and we were talking about it. And, and when he was explaining like why you guys decided to make, you know, a a lubricant, like it made so much sense, but it had never occurred to me. It's like such a, you know, intimate product, obviously. And so many of the products that are available have so much 
bad stuff in it and yet you're putting it literally inside you and so I would love to know like your story about like why you guys decided to venture into that category well first and foremost I mean this is such a fun chat if you had Nick and I here right now together you would be like stop talking you two right because we can talk about sex for a long time but remember I'm Danish right we like being naked this is the place where people you know we like being naked and we like having sex and there's a lot of things there that we can talk about but that being said I look I'm a woman uh, I've had a couple of kiddos you know I use the shit you know and I I let's get real about it right and and I feel you you comment back to this idea is it necessary yes it's necessary like let's just start there for a lot of people it's necessary and it's fun let's also remember that you know it'd be necessary and we can (laughs) add the fun to that one but beyond that I think what what Nick and I spend a lot of time talking about in, 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 in launching necessary is we 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 wanted to make body the first thought it was always the afterthought and so we wanted to start where everyone ends. And in doing so, I think we both recognize that it has to be more than lotion and wash. It has to be a redefinition of how we think about body. And so where we landed together was it's this idea that, you know, it's all the stuff we need for our bodies. And so you can imagine where we can go with that. That is a much, much bigger idea. Yeah. We can start to think about shaving. We can start to think about all these other things that are necessary, right? These, these are the products we need for our bodies, ultimately our face, ultimately our hair, ultimately everywhere. And um, I think that's very important. We wanted to rethink how do we define body? That's one thing. And the other thing is, once again, I come back to what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? I believe, look, there is, in, there is inventions. There's things that comes from nothing to something. But most of us, particularly in beauty, we're taking something and we are improving upon it, right? It's a reiterative thing. It's innovation, uh, not invention. And this is an important nuance. And it's very, very, very important to recognize. And I felt and feel like you do, Sarah, that there was just not a product, frankly, out there that I wanted to use at all. So I didn't. Um, And I felt, look, there is, there is, there's a, there's a space for this. And there's also a space for the dialogue. And we've had a lot of fun with it. Um, I want to be very honest and, and, and share that we were a little nervous. We were like, okay, is this, is, how do we feel about this? But everybody just sort of was like, look, it's body. No, it's not necessary. It's not about sex. Necessary is about body and it's about necessary things. And there's one thing we use. And so th- that's the simple truth of it. Um, but if you had, a little camera in our office, you would have loved some of the dialogues between Nick and I, because <laughs> I still giggle when I think about them. You can imagine, um, you can imagine a Danish chick and, 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 uh, and Nick Axelrod talking about sex. It, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely gets fun. So. Yeah. I wish we could be flies on that wall. Right. And honestly, like I have to kind of go a little bit deeper with the lube talk because oftentimes when you see uh, lubricants promoted via commercial or whatever it is, it's always like a men's thing. It's Mm -hmm. always catering to a man and how he can like help please himself by getting this for a woman. But the fact that that necessary is saying it's necessary to have a lubricant focusing on the woman Mm -hmm where the, the the lube is for the woman you know like I, th- you know what i mean let's yeah. be honest <laughs> let's be honest some yeah. men would be fine yeah. W- yeah. would be fine without it quote unquote but for women lubricant can make things so much better and for me that's why i personally mm-hmm. think a lot of the people that are so obsessed with necessaire and buy the lube buy it because they're like okay this is speaking directly to me they want me to enjoy myself as as a, f- a female, as a woman. And I, I think that's just a really great message yeah. to, to spread. The feel, the texture, obviously the ingredients that go into it. It's like you just feel, you feel good because it makes yeah. you feel good. And you feel good because you know what's going into body. your body. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And- Go ahead. It looks good. Yes. It, it looks good. It's like 
you you it's not like embarrassing yes. when you have it like on your nightstand yes like if it's like yeah. it just looks like the rest of my skincare yeah. i would not hide it like i have it like sitting out on my nightstand it's not like hidden in a drawer it just looks right. good i'm like great yeah i use sex gel whatever <laughs> right <laughs> yeah that 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 is super that is super true and i think that's very right right i think um this goes back to this idea of 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 what is the questions you ask yourself when you design a product? What are the lists that you have to go through to make something better? And it goes back to what I shared before, that massive learning of why do you deserve to exist? Um, and it's really, I believe today, you have to sort of master all. It has to look phenomenal. It has to feel phenomenal. It has to work phenomenal. And then for necessaire, I believe that it's also a responsibility that with that you 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 have to recognize you're putting something into the world and you make a mark so you have to do better too. That's just needed now for businesses to step in and step up and it can be little it can be a lot but that's where the sustainability aspect come in because if we don't do it we're going to be stuck. Uh and it ain't going to be good. So we we need to lean into that now and and so I think that's the very simple premise of necessary. Now, then you have to go and execute it and it becomes, it becomes <laughs> hard, right? <laughs> totally. You need, you need help and you need, you need people and you need vendors and you need dialogues and you need conversations like ours. Um, these helps because it sharpens the way we think about things, uh, truthfully. Okay, so we want to jump into the sustainability piece of this conversation. Um, you know, Necessaire implements sustainable practices in sourcing and in packaging. You're climate neutral certified and a 1% for the planet member, which is amazing. Congratulations. Um, really, we, we always talk about the term clean on this podcast. It's unregulated. It, it can be kind of confusing, but really necessary is the definition of a clean beauty brand. So what is your definition of clean beauty? Mm -hmm. And um, what do you think uh, brands and, and maybe even consumers can do better to help clean up the industry? Well, for the consumer, it's easy, right? It's, it's easier because the consumer needs to, A, she needs to, she needs to vote with what he or she purchases, right? That, that's, that's how we vote. And I'm a consumer myself. I think about that in every, in every category. And there are some that I master and there are some purchases I don't because something else is, is, is maybe still important to me for another reason. But I do believe as a consumer, education is power. And the, the first thing to recognize is that so many of us, myself included, have had to go on this long journey to recognize what's a yes, what's a no. Um, and I believe that today, that today that is available to us as consumers, right? This is now available to us as consumers. We can uh, go to Sephora and read about the clean list. We can go to the EWG, uh, the Environmental Working Group, and see what the impact is of the ingredients. Um, and there are there are different levels and layers of that. Um, so for me, what do I think is 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 a clean beauty company? I think first and foremost, I think it is going to be the baseline of what's going to come next. And I think for a beauty for a beauty brand, it's a simple commitment to what you just simply formulate without. And you have to formulate without it for the United States. And then you also have to formulate for it without it for the European Union, because here it comes. Here's the kicker, which is in the European Union, oftentimes the regulations there are much stricter and there is much more of a need to display on your labels everything that's in the products, also your trace ingredients and so forth. So I think that's a key, key commitment that you have to make. Um, I think for me, Kirby and Sarah, I think the next thing that, uh, that I think about as the clean evolution and something I'm testing necess for necessary right now, and, and, and with that I mean lab testing, serious professional testing, is biodegradability. Um, I think here comes the next dialogue that's going to be really, really important, right? Because yes, it's clean and it's good for skin. And it is true that you need some synthetics. But how does, what do you know as a beauty brand about biodegradability? And particularly for a brand like Necessaire, what are you putting into the water system? 
uh, and anyone that has a cleansing, you know, formula, you have to really uh, think about that too. So for me, there is uh, there is a higher level to clean that's going to come next year. Um, and if you want to know what I'm working on, that's what I'm working on. Like I I want to understand. Sure, sure. The formulas are clean and I've hit this list and I understand they're tested and they're HRIPT tested and they are, they, they, they're safe and good and, and non-irritants. But at the same time, I also want to make sure they're clean for the environment. That's the, that's the nuance and the next step. Wow. Well, we can't wait to see what you discover yeah. come up with. And if, if not, you know, I have to go back to the bench, right? Like I have to, I have to walk the talk. I have to live this. And the honest truth is, both of you, here comes one of those journeys and one of those turns in a brand, whereas you get smarter and you get more intelligent around your purpose, um, you, have to keep, you have to keep reiterating and you have to keep living that purpose. And so you learn this and you're like, whoa, I got to step into this and I got to own this and I got to own this dialogue. And so um, that's the work I'm working on now. Okay, so we always ask our guests about their skincare routine. But we are going to ask you about your body routine mm. because you are, I mean, you're an expert in both and you can talk about both, but we really want to know what your body routine entails. Yes. So the first thing to understand is that, you know, I'm Scandinavian. So, you know, we do things in simple formats. You know, you're looking at me here. You can see I barely have mascara on, right? So no foundation. We're pretty natural. But um, there, there are the body ritual for me and the ritual of self-care, I think one of the things we say is that, you know, body care is self-care and self-care is a necessity. It, it, it just goes back again to this idea of necessary, right? But it is really true that as I became a mother and Sarah, you're about to become a mother, right? And, 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 and which is so sweet. But what happens in that time is that this idea of me time, Right, this idea of this moment that I have for me without interruption actually means a lot. It always did, but it means it means a lot. Sometimes, very rarely, is it a bath, and sometimes, most of the times, the reality of my life is that it's a shower. Um, <laughs> I like to end my evening with a water ritual. I like I like this. It sort of calms me down. So this idea of of showering in the evening is sort of my ritual, um, and uh, my body ritual starts in the water um and for obvious reasons today i do use um i do use the necessary exfoliator um a couple of times a week i've actually found myself using it more often um you know it was designed for two times a week but i just love it um and and then the days that i don't use that i use the uh the body wash so i sort of supplement those two um and the honest truth is that some days I do a serum and a lotion probably twice a week, but most days my reality of my life is I just do the lotion. Um, I have a few other products that I have come to love for the body. Um, and I, I actually brought them out here, but I really, really love for the few days that I can get in the shower. I love that Lord Jones bath salt, the CBD bath uh. salt, right? I love I love the fucking bath salts and I love the high CBD formula and I love this thing. This is my second piece. I bought this recently and I'm a crazy runner. I love running and I also love the body oil. So these are the two things that I'm using like right now, like a lot. This is from my bathroom. And then there's a product I've used um, for a long, long time that my mother taught me about, which there's nothing like the tricks you learn from your mom. And it's an interesting product. It's just rose water. It's, have you, are you familiar with this? It's, an, it's Casa Fondata Aqua di Rosa. It's a very simple thing. No, uh, that's the no. most beautiful rose water I've ever it seen. It is, and it, you can see here, it's, it's about $30, but this bottle has lasted me like, my goodness, you know. I, this is my, you can see it's more or less new, but I have, I have another one out there, but it's like something I buy, and it's, um, it's not complicated. It's a rose water, and I just love... Sometimes I love a little, um, a little moment of that. I love the scent of it. I love the refreshingness and I'll come out of a shower and I just, it's a soothing ritual for me. It's a, it's a moment of comfort, right? And then- Wait, Randy, so how do you use it? You, um, you can use it in a different ways. When you buy it, it comes 
it comes with an orifice or you can actually pop this up and it also comes with a pump which is which is what i've done so i sometimes will just sort of spray it over but the way that you use it is i think this is like a multi-use product so if you don't have time for a lotion this is a really nice refreshing way the way i do it is i put my lotion on and then i just spray this this over me because it's rose water it's not fragrance it's a slight scent goes back to what we spoke about before it's that aromatic experience without being you know taking my whole space but it's guys this is a beautiful secret and um, a lot of europeans use this product and you can see here it's 35 dollars. so as uh, so this is not so th this big right this is not something that you can buy many places but it is my secret and it's something i really recommend and as you know rose water is is amazing um the last product um, that I that I don't have right now, but that I have found myself come back to and I've bought multiple times is May Lindstrom's Blue Cocoon Balm. Are you familiar with that blue balm? Yes. Oh. I love taking a little scoop of that and just patting it and just doing this. You know that little moment? And so these are little rituals, Kirby, that I that are important for me in my body care, right? So there is, let's talk about it. Let's be real about it. There is the fast fast and furious and then there is <laughs> yep. then there is the, the luxury version of that and so for me i think the luxury version is 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 embedding some of these these sister brands really these other brands that i love so much um that do such a beautiful job that that i like to support i love that you talked about these other brands too because i think that's important especially you know we talk to brands about this all the time we're like Come on, like you've got to be inspired by some other brand. You have to talk to other brand founders. Like sure. share with us some of the stuff that you guys are enjoying. So I am definitely looking up this rose water. Like the yes, minute same. we get, we're gonna have to exchange we're gonna that order information because we need to know what that is exactly. One for each. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and we 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 loved Lord Jones. When it comes to CBD, we really trust them. They were the first for us. We 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 love them. So, okay, we've made it to our last question. We've loved this conversation with you, Randy. You are just so you're so cool. You're just so cool. Oh, you guys. You guys are the cool ones. I get so, to be in your company. No, hard, yeah. not at all. Please. <laughs> okay, so we want to know what other kinds of products do you want to create? Obviously, you talked about the idea of what is necessary, and that can branch out to a variety of different categories. But do you guys want to create products for above the neck? And and are you taking suggestions? Because I want a necessary lip balm. <laughs> I want a necessary. I want a shampoo. I literally use the body okay. lotion and I will take my self tanning drops and mix that together and put it on my body and my legs. So if you ever decide you want to make a gradual glow lotion, that's necessary. It's necessary for Ooh. me, Randy. It's not maybe not Ooh. necessary for everyone, but it's necessary for me. That feels very that feels very LA though. I like that. So the the honest truth is that we have two big north stars. North star number 1 is this idea, right? And you asked me before Kirby around sustainability and being climate neutral, and my honest truth, the honest truth about that is that um to me, that's being climate neutral is, is, it's actually insanely easy to become climate neutral. It's not easy to be certified because you have to sign up for improvements in the future that are very, very hard to adhere to. Um, so that's North Star one is how can we continue to evolve uh, that sustainability footprint in all we do? The second North Star we have is to create necessary things that are good for our health. And what's really good about that is that allows us to do everything. And my philosophy is that we are going to, to look, we're going to look a little bit different. We're not going to have 6,000 products in this brand, right? We, we are going to take a little bit more of the iPhone approach. If there is a better body lotion that I can make, we should probably give that better body lotion to everybody. Um, and so I think what you're going to see us do is definitely come into other category, categories. It's going to start this fall. Um, uh, late fall, um, there is going to be something coming above the neck. Uh, wink, wink, Sarah, I really love what you said. Um, and <gasps> beyond that, beyond that, I think 
you know, further down the line, right? Um, this fall will be a two-year two-year anniversary of, of of really having just focused on what we set out to do, which was reimagine body, um, and now taking that thinking and that concept and that commitment and that north star into other categories will come. But but it will be thoughtful and it will be calm. Does that make sense? And it will be sort of a re a journey that that comes along with how the product sorts of sort of evolves. But yes, it's happening this fall. It's happening probably around the November timeframe. Something, something new will come. Something above my neck is very, very excited. Cannot wait. Um, yes. We're, uh, we're fist pumping. <laughs> you guys can see this. Kirby's <laughs> fist pumping. <laughs> I'm fist pumping. Right, right, right. I'm like on the yeah. Jersey Shore. No, but yes. I mean, that's truly like, I think what we really, really love and respect about you guys is that you are always so thoughtful when you're putting out these products you're obviously only putting out products that you really think are necessary and better than what's already out there and so we have high expectations for what's coming out but we know that it will meet them so we can't wait oh thank you sarah randy we adore you you are fabulous. It was so nice getting to meet you virtually. Thank you for spending some time with us, uh, you know, during this conversation. And and I, I really love just getting to know you a little bit more. You're such an inspiring woman, businesswoman, person in the beauty industry. And hopefully we all can meet in real life at some point, you know, once once we're allowed to. <laughs> can we make that a promise? Can we just let's say right, let's say that right now. That. Let's make that a promise. We are gonna just go and have a moment. I would love that. Uh, yes. And 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 I wanna everyone will bring their own rose water. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But before you leave, can you tell us where we can find Necessaire and you? Yeah, for sure. We have great news here as well. So I, you know, we started with Violet Gray and Goop, so we're still available at those two very special retailers who's who's very dear to us. Um, we uh, are available uh, at Nordstrom, and starting in June, we will be available on Sephora.com as well, um, which is really, really excited. We feel really, um, we feel really privileged to be with Sephora. You know, they really are a, a phenomenal partner and really into this this sustainability narrative that's coming and it's been exciting for us to to work with them on the launch so so uh you're gonna see us there in june awesome congratulations good on you yeah. sephora yes job, there you go sephora. right yeah you're lucky to have you thank you kirby of course guys thank you so much for listening if you loved this conversation with randy please uh find us on uh the apple podcast app I have been apparently saying Apple App Store, which is definitely wrong. The Apple Podcast app and rate us five stars and give us a glowing review because it helps us. It helps our little pod that could. And we love reading the reviews. So um, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Los Angeles Pod and find us on Facebook and join our Facebook group. Just search Los Angeles and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.